welcome to Tree Talking Time, where we talk all things tree dogs. From the smallest feists to the largest hounds, drink squirrels to bears and everything in between. And from time to time, we might even run a little fast game. jump right in and start with dog tight because that's how i found you Um, (laughs) where did the inspiration for this song come from man uh just growing up man just growing up hunting with dogs you know developed a passion for it uh and uh and i started writing a little bit of music uh, a couple years back and, and you know it was more just for fun and just messing around and and just, you know, hanging out with some friends in the shop and whatever and, and writing music and, and messing around, coming up with lines. It was more accidental probably more than anything and all. And uh kinda got into a little groove of it, man, and uh and and had a few few things that kinda popped off, uh, even before Dog Tight uh okay. did on, on on TikTok, but uh uh it it kinda sort of developed a trickle down effect from that but uh i actually got inspired to write that song from a friend of mine and i I, i've only told a few people this really and i haven't i didn't want to put this out there to be the main focus of why i did it really but uh uh a friend of mine passed away a couple years ago and uh he hunted with us uh the year before he passed away and and uh and he uh one thing that he said that stuck in my mind one day we were out there hunting and and uh, he kept saying dog tight dog tight on radio you know he 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 talked about it whenever he had a chance you know and i finally broke down i was like man what are you talking about dog tight you know what what do you mean by that and he's like it's kind of gang slang you know for dog hunters you know we 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 understand and get each other and it's kind of a uh you know just slang for uh something that we love to do and uh I was like, all right, well, you know, that's cool. So we kind of ran with it and just kept it. And then he unfortunately ended up passing away uh, later that year. And uh, knew I had to do something involving that, man. And and, mm-hmm. and I just was sitting around one night thinking about it and, and, and put a few words together, man. Just wrote about what I knew, you know, and, 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 uh, and that's what it came out to be. And, and the response from it was just incredible. Yeah, it's a, it's an incredible song. And I, I first want to say I'm sorry to hear about your friend. And I was honestly really wondering where that name came from, and I didn't quite yeah. get it either at first. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And, and surprisingly, it seems like a lot of people throughout the housing community like already knew what that was. It was kind of you know like you know it. It was kind of, I guess, unsaid kind of thing, and and mm-hmm. and it, it it blew up for sure. I mean, I didn't know nobody had a clue about it. <laughs> well, it's definitely a catchy song. I know my kids know it um, just from the TikTok, the intro of the yeah. song. Yeah, man, it, it's cool seeing the feedback and the videos, and 
And that, that's the biggest thing with me, man, is, is seeing all the videos and from people uh, posting videos, you know, running hounds with it in the background. I, you know, I, I look at them all, man. I love them. Man. And uh, especially the ones, you know, that, that, that have kids in it and, and anything involving, uh, you know, younger kids uh, out just turning dogs out and, and hunting and seeing pictures and, and with it, you know, it's a, it's a good thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get too far into this, why don't you introduce yourself? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, my name's Carson Robinson. Uh, I'm from Isle of White County, Virginia. That's southeastern Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, just north of Dismal Swamp. Yep. I'm sure you probably know. You hunter and some you probably heard of Dismal Swamp. Yep. And like uh, for all you West Coast or not people not from the United States, like Virginia Beach area. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably relate to Virginia Beach. Some people, most people know. Not far from Virginia Beach, Newport News. Bad news, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, about an hour from the Carolina line. uh, I grew up hunting right here in Alawite County, hunting with dogs. Uh, I've been hunting the same hunt club since I was uh, old enough to walk around. And, uh, and, uh, you know, just took to it like a pig in mud, you know, developed a passion for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a young age, uh, still hunt with the same hunt club. Believe it or not, I've never hunted with another hunt club, and nothing against any other hunt club because I would love to. But I've just have grown up hunting this hunt club, and I've loved every every minute I've had uh, available to hunt, and I've, I've put it towards this hunt club. You know, my uh, dad and my my brother and, and my granddaddy all hunting this hunt club. My great granddaddy, uh, Eugene Robertson, he was a founder of, uh, of, uh, the hunt club, Moonlight Hunt Club is what it's called. And, uh, he was uh, actually a founder of it in 1950. So, uh, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So my, my granddaddy, both my granddaddies had dogs, uh, and my uncle had dogs. Uh, Bobby, you'll you'll probably hear more about him the more we talk because he's he's kind of I kind of use him in one of these songs too. I don't know if you heard or not, but but uh, he's a uh, he's a he's a good hunter man. Uh, old school, you know. Uh, I listen to him and my granddaddy talk all the time. You know, they, they'll tell you, man. We you know it's before they had tracking collars and Garmin's and GPS, and you know, they even had beep beep. Yep. You know, and uh. And just hearing them talk, you know, they, I mean, my granddad, he'd say they'd turn out dogs and they'd be lucky if they'd see them that week, you know, <laughs> get them back just because, you know, their name would be on the collar, but they'd just be running, you know. Yeah. So it's cool hearing them stories from all guys. Definitely. Now, I had somebody on and uh, he talked about they got a dog back two years later. You know, this was back in like the 50s. And their you know, phones weren't even, were hardly you know, in every, weren't even in every house. And the woman didn't have a phone. Sure. And, and uh, sure. so that's why she never called him is because she didn't have a phone. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. but when you're talking about running dogs, you're talking about mainly running deer dogs, am I right? Correct? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm a, I'm a true deer hound. And that's okay. all I do. Yep. So for loyal podcast listeners, Isle of Wight County is actually where Orbit Hunt Club is, which is, I forget what episode it was, but it was, 
uh, last probably March, April, when that episode came out, um, and I had some of the guys from Orbit on, and that's in Isle of Wight County. That's right. So, yep. So for anybody listening, this is kind of the same territory and same style of hunting. Yep, that's right. But for anybody new, because between last spring and now, we've picked up a lot of listeners. Why don't you kind of describe the territory down there and kind of the conditions that you guys are hunting in? Oh, uh, it's it's mainly flatland. Uh, some fields, a lot of thickets, thick cutovers, uh, creeks. Uh, where we hunt, we have you know we got a lot of diverse terrain. It's it's uh we're, we're right alongside the James River and. And we got creeks that come up in here from Smithfield or uh, Paging is one. And, and uh, uh, we got some marsh, but uh, it's for the most part, it's mainly flat land, thick cutovers. A uh, um, little southern where we're hunting at is, is a lot of uh, hills, hilly areas. You start getting some valleys where the creeks start coming in there. And, uh, and uh, you can tell the difference when you hunt them. Them, uh, them creeks, the back of them creeks. You know, the dogs are twice as worn out from going up down them <laughs> valleys all day. Yeah. But for the most part, it's it's flat land, thick cutovers, uh, tall pines, big woods. We have some big woods. We got a lot of different terrain. Okay. For sure. About how much terrain do you guys hunt? Uh, like does your how much does your club have? Uh, don't quote me on this, but I'd probably say. Close to seven thousand acres. Uh, nice. Maybe it, it it varies. We 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 just lost some land this year. Uh, a bright big block, crucial block that we usually hunt to to solar panels and uh, going up. And I think a lot of clubs are dealing with that, uh, especially in Carolina. You know, they're going up everywhere. But yeah, uh, you just got to deal with it, you know, and, and try to make the best of it, you know, and work around with it. Yep. Now is that like timberland? Yeah, yep. It's uh timberland, yep, cut over some fields. But uh yeah, they're they're right here. We're right by the Surrey Power Station, so okay. uh they they're tying in right here and, and they want some crucial land around here and, and it just happened to fall right you know, right here where we hunt the heart of it. Yep. I, where I, I hog hunted down in North Carolina, maybe I don't know, hour and a half, two hours from, from you and uh, a couple of years ago. And where we hunted, actually, right after I hunted there, like a year later, uh, it was a timber company, and they sold, you know, a big 4,000-acre block of land or something like that. Yeah. And yep. some guys that used to lease it no longer actually were able to hunt that anymore. Yeah. So I, yeah, it, it definitely is affecting a lot of people, that's for sure. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, it's uh, and you don't realize you don't realize it till it's gone. You know, I was telling the guys, some guys the other day, uh, that that piece we lost. You know, uh, it's we would hunt it. You know, but we we wouldn't really hunt crazy about hunting hunting a lot, and and uh. And now the past few days when we've been hunting around there, it's like the dogs go right in there, right off the jump, and they just sit there and run loops in there, and you can't do nothing but just ride around on the highway yeah. on the edges because you can't go up in there. So it's, it's 
you're sitting, you know, you're sitting for hours and, and, and waiting for them to always just come out of there and go on somewhere else where you can get to them. It never fails. It's like that. I just lost. So the one farm I hunt, it's a small piece of ground. Don't get me wrong. It's, and the guy farms a, some neighboring property and was used to be able to hunt all of it. Well, this year he's not allowed to hunt part of it, the neighboring property. And so he told me, you know, hey, you can stay on my farm and but knock over in this one little swamp. And wouldn't you know, every time I've turned loose in there, that's where my dogs go. That's right. Without fail. Like before in the past, I've been in there, you know, three or four times. The last oh, two yeah. times I've hunted there, that's that's where they ended up. That's where they go. Yep. That's how it goes. It always works out like that. So I, I understand what you mean and it's not even a big block of land or anything. It's little mm-hmm. patch of woods, but yep, they live. They, fail. It's like it's like the deer just know it, man. Yep. Yeah, they just know. They just know it for sure. Definitely. For whatever reason, game figures out where they can get away. Yep, and, are, and they they learn it and they know it. And I've talked to people from all over, and that's the case. You know, if there's yep. there's a preserve or there's a you know, a private piece of property that you're not yep. supposed to be on. It's, it's without fail. Yep. That is where everything goes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We, we see it a lot around here, man. You know, we, we found these blocks around here, uh, that we have haunt, that we can haunt, you know, and, and a lot of these deer will, will start getting into pockets like up behind houses and, yeah. and little lots here and there. And, and, you know, you won't jump a deer and then you have a dog just, go up behind somebody's you know two or three acre lot and i mean they'll just bust out of there in herds you know <laughs> they just they they find a safe haven and, and sit in there mm-hmm. yep so what is it that gets your blood pumping with running deer dogs <laughs> man probably probably when you got about i don't know 15 20 dogs and a piece of woods and just just listening to them you know come through there you especially when you hear them coming from a ways away and they're coming right to you you know when they get tied up on you you know that that it really gets your heart racing uh you know i'm thinking that song uh one of the lyrics is lights a fire and a young boy's eyes you know i it, it lights a fire in me every time you know in my eyes every time i hear that and it still does to this day it always has and and uh you know, you get 15, 20 dogs in there, and it's nothing but a roar yep. coming through there. You can't even hear the deer coming through there, you know. You get a couple dogs, you hear that deer crashing coming to you, but when you get 15, 20, you're just, your head's on a swivel. You're bouncing, you know, yeah. looking like you can't even hear that thing coming through there. So, yeah. <laughs> It'll slip by you sometimes. Uh, it's it's definitely a different experience if, for people that have never run deer dogs. it's Yeah, man, it it, it is. It's a crazy experience. I, I love hearing, like, we'll have some guests come out that have never been deer hunting with dogs, you know, and and, and they want to come out and try it out, you know, and, and, which is cool, I think, for them to even do that. And, uh, and just to hear some of the people's responses, you know, and seeing how they take to it, it's yep. how much they enjoy it, and, and it kind of moves them, you know, in a way. I kind of equate it to a rabbit on steroids. Yeah, absolutely. You're talking, you got big hounds, tend to be a lot of them, 
and obviously a deer versus a rabbit. So, but it's yep, kind that's right. of a, you know, brushy, thick stuff that rabbits tend to run in. Deer tend to like yep. them too. Yep, uh, for sure. And you just don't quite have that same circle. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yeah, we do a little bit of it all around here, man. We got a, I, I do some rabbit hunting with a farmer up the road. He's pretty much like my other granddaddy. He, my granddad and him grew up together and best friends. And he's uh, had rabbit beagles since as long as I've known it. And, man, nice. I grew up rabbit hunting with him. And hey, I think it, I probably went about 10 times before I could ever hit one. And little joggers are quick, man. I I yep. couldn't hit couldn't hit them unless they were sitting still. So, but uh, but just like anything else, you got to keep doing it, man, and, and can't give up or or you never hit one. <laughs> yeah, you run any other kind of hounds? You know, I I don't I okay. don't run on no different type of game. But uh, I've been coon hunting, man. We kind of got into coon hunting. A couple guys right here had a couple coon dogs. Uh, one boy had a really good coon dog we hunted with for a while, and, and uh, man, it was just so much fun, man. You, we'd go out and, and kill easily five or six a night. You know, we, we got coon, a lot of coons around here we hunt at, and yeah. really don't nobody coon hunt yeah. anymore. They used to coon hunt around here, but nobody really does anymore. But, yeah, man, it, it, I enjoyed it. It was, a, it was a real good time. Now, have you guys killed any bears off of your where you deer hunt? Yeah, so we had, we just, two years ago, we actually had uh, Doug and Wade Temple okay. come up from North Carolina, and they're pretty uh, known down there for bear hunting, and yep. we ended up killing two bears, yeah, they ended up coming up, and uh, and we got on two bears, and, and that was the first time I had seen that, and that's pretty, uh, that's pretty sweet, too, I'm not gonna lie, uh, we ended up uh, letting two kids shoot shoot the bears out of the tree so uh, awesome. they really enjoyed that you know that's something they'll never forget and yep. and to be able to do and actually the uh those dogs you hear in the beginning of that song are actually uh from that bear hunt okay because <laughs> he was standing around when they were they were treeing <laughs> and we actually got that on film and we found a way to turn that into a, a sound and and uh i threw it in there la- like the last day to uh my cousin Brian Saban, who recorded it and helped me a lot, man. He he worked a tremendous amount of hours on it, man. And done a hell of a job. But uh, I threw that on him last minute, man. And he and he worked his magic on it and faded it in there, man. And, uh, we loved it how it turned out. So that's awesome. Those hounds at the beginning. That's how you know it's a good song right there, right from the get. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, and I, a lot of songs. There's a few songs out there, man. Oh, uh, hounds songs you know and i think probably the biggest one that that stuck to me was uh dog hunting man by david cooler man uh, yep. i i i grew up you know when i heard that song i was just I, I loved it you know i played that in my truck i think every day on the way to school and you know, on the way home three times a day if i could and and uh and so to be able to to do something like that and, and to see the response man it's, it's cool for sure. Is this the first song that you've actually recorded and released? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, it's the first. So everything's new, man. I, I, I actually work for the power company around here. Uh, the transmission line for the power company. And I, it's, uh, it's, it's very time consuming, man. It was like pulling teeth. I will say that it wasn't no like 
easy thing, man. And you, you want it to be right when you do it, man. And it's so much work put into it. And it's like, you know, it's one thing to play it live and play it acoustic or, yeah. or take a video of it and put it up there like I did. And, and you know, it, it's got its flaws. But when you go and record and it's a whole other animal, uh, I, I learned that fast. <laughs> yep. But uh, but we ended up getting it down and, and getting it right, you know, just before our deer season. That was my main goal. Yeah. To, to have it out before our deer season we did right the day of but uh but yeah that was that's that's definitely the biggest one actually the the first song i had written which probably kicked kicked it off was uh it's a song called listening dog and it's, uh, it's up there i'll post you clips of it but uh i i just was messing around one day and and, and come up with the line uh the first couple lines of it and i played it with some friends at the house man and, and and they were just when i got done you know i thought they were just you know, laughing me like man that's that don't sound half bad you know <laughs> that wasn't that bad <laughs> and, uh, and 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 a girl ended up posting on facebook and i was like oh lord here we go <laughs> and uh about to be a, make a fool of myself and then uh it, it got a lot of i think it got over like 200 shares or something on facebook and it went around and 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 it was actually about uh, my uncle Bobby that I was telling you about. Uh, the okay. first line of that song it was, "It was a true story. We were hunting uh, a farm, uh, our family farm, uh, that day. And my uncle he was down in a swamp, and and uh, a buck came by him in there, twenty inches wide. And that's kind of how the song starts out. Uh, and he shot the deer, and, and didn't quite quite hit him right like he thought he was and then uh another local legend around here big smith uh he uh he had to go in there and kind of it was 15 dogs on him man i mean just burning that deer and they kind of caught him down there in the swamp in the water he kind of had to go in there wrestling so we kind of tied that into to a little bit of a a tune man and 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 it it got a little notoriety up there, but we're we're gonna see what we can do with that one too. Cool. Yeah. Now I'm all for having more music that represents our lifestyle because it's a good way to reach people. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's why I, I definitely wanted to have you on and, and be able to share this. I mean, yeah, man. No, I, I like I said, man. I'm, uh, I love the response from it, man, and to be able to have a voice, you know, is is kind of cool and 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 any way to better to better in this tradition you know that we do and in any type of way uh you know hey i'm in for it you know i i enjoy it man and uh i i have a feeling one day it's gonna eventually get pushed away you know there's people fighting left and right to end it man and, and you know we kind of got back to the wall and then none of, we even shoot ourselves in the foot sometimes uh, social media some people posting things you see some things up there that do not belong up there you know give hunters a bad name bad rap and you're like come on man you know you, you gotta be reasonable but uh but you you just take it how it is and and and, and, and go with it no, I, I agree with you. And, you know, here I found you on TikTok and, and 
TikTok has made plenty of people famous. But at the same <laughs> yeah. point, it, for for good and bad things, and yeah, that's right. And I, and arrested probably, <laughs> probably. But yeah. I, I have to say, I think I've well, I see some. I follow a lot of great accounts, hound related accounts on on TikTok. I've seen a lot of things that should not be on online for anybody to see, and yeah. you know that just don't represent our lifestyle in the the best light. So, you know. I know, yeah. I know this is something that gets talked about a lot, and I don't want to beat a dead horse by any means, but just throwing it out there, guys. You know, you got to keep your, your act cleaned up, and, you know, I'm not saying we need to hide what we do, but at times yeah. there are things that happen in the woods. When, you're, when you have animals that are pursuing game that are just not palatable to the non-hunting public. So... Yep. And sometimes those things should just be left where the, where it happens in the woods, yeah. Where, where hunters that understand what is happening are there, yeah. you know. The non-hunting public that doesn't want to see it and and doesn't hunt doesn't want to see it. So that's yeah, not, it's not cool. hiding. It's just not throwing it in in people's face. Yeah. So I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So, oh, do you have aspirations of of you know being a singer, or is <laughs> just just kind of like something that happened just because you wrote a little song and it's gotten some notoriety? Yeah, I, you know, I I ain't gonna sit here and say I'm planning on being a country music superstar. You know, I I just. <laughs> I I probably picked up the guitar when I was right when I was probably graduating high school playing a little bit and I'm by no means no great guitarist. I can play a little bit, play a few chords and and, and make some music and uh, I, I, it was more so because I think I got bored. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I grew up playing sports, uh and once I graduated from high school and didn't play any sports and Nothing like that, you know. I think I kind of wanted something to you know, maybe push me a little bit, a little challenging, whatnot. And so I kind of just took up that messing around and and uh, and uh, just started, you know, writing about things that I like to do, you know. And and uh, one was was hound hunting, you know, hunting with dogs, and and and, and uh, I just. I don't know, it just kind of worked out. It seems like it's crazy, you know, to think that just a regular old boy, you know, can, <laughs> and, you know, pick up a guitar and say a few words, but just, just what I know, what I do, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. What, I, what I've written about is, 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 is all true, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything, you know, like I said, uh, in that song Rambo, I talk about it, uh, Tough old male Rambo is his name. That's nothing but truth, man. I've had so many people comment and, and message me saying, you know, Rambo is the best dog I ever had, best dog I ever had. You know, and, you know, I did have one guy say Rambo was the worst dog I ever had, but I, I kind of hid that one. But uh, uh, my brother had a dog, uh, he and he pretty much got me into it. 
to running dogs because he he had a good group of dogs, man, and, and he still got them, man. They're they're old now. They, I mean, they they're they're in the woods with walkers, man. I mean, they're probably <laughs> shoot, eighty nine years old. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, he had a group of dogs, and Rambo was just I mean everything you wanted at all, and you know just gritty, you know fast, could get after it. Yeah. Uh, you know, with everything you wanted for a dog, he ended up getting hit in the road, of course, by a car. And it always happens to the to the best one. Uh, uh, I, I think actually a club club might have actually hit him. You know, not. I mean, it was all accidental. He felt terrible yeah. about it, but uh, you know, he was. I think he was running a buck, and uh, but just putting that up there, like. You know, having that in that that line in the song, and some people have said, you know, Rambo, man, he was one of the best dogs I've ever had. And it's crazy to hear that, but it's yeah. cool when they can relate to it too. Yep. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, and I actually bred to that dog Rambo's sister. Okay. Uh, Patch, my brother. I think he still has her. As a matter of fact, I actually bred uh, a dog I got from a guy named Daniel Boyd, uh, who, in my opinion, is one of the best houndsmen around here in my area. I mean, just knows a dog uh, front to back, can tell you a good one from a bad one. You know, I mean, just he, he's good at it. He's always been good at it. And he's kind of, he, he runs a lot in the pen, uh, knows some field trial, and he, he's he's pretty known around. Uh, he, he'll, he's been known to place a dog or two when they run and hunt and, and uh, pretty regularly. But uh, just I bred one of his dogs that I got from him named Hank to that that patch dog, and that kind of kicked me off. And that those dogs now I have a five, and and uh, I'm getting ready to try to breed another dog I got here soon. Maybe she comes in and and uh, hopefully do it all again and have another litter. But uh, yeah. But but yeah, that's just it's a uh, nonstop. Action, for sure. Now, do you run mostly running walkers, or do you run anything else? So, I, I have mainly all walkers, but I did go to Northern Virginia two years ago, and I got a black and tan coon now because my Uncle Bobby uh, used to run. He would mix his he, – he'd run – he'd breed a black and tan or – tree and walker to a hound because he would say you know they want they breed the black and tan and tree and walker too they get that nose and the hound for speed mm-hmm. and so i drove up to uh northern virginia got a black and tan coon hound still got him i just run today he's uh he's not made for deer hunting i will say that but uh but he does get after one when he smells one but he's attached to me. He's attached to me for sure, and I, I think he would have done a lot better on coons. But uh, as a matter of fact, I think he was his dad was like a grand night champion or something. Like that. People would say, "Man, what are you doing running that dog on, on deer, man? He's a king dog." And you know, but my brother did breed him to to a walker okay. another year, and he he had some black and tan walkers mixes, and, and they were they were mean. I ended up getting one of them, and I still have that dog, and and that dog really. He he really gets it done every day. I mean, he runs like a hound, mm-hmm. uh, like a just like a walker does, and 
And uh, he, they're me. I mean, if, if you got one, if you got a deer that 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 ain't quite dead, he he will finish him off. Jeez. Yeah. I've, the funny thing is, I've heard a few stories about you know coon hunting horror stories of people running coon hounds that uh that seem to just have a knack for uh, running deer down. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just oh, kind of yeah. laughing, like, yep, I think you need to ship that one down south. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, move them on down here. Yeah. Well, let's hear a good deer hunting story with some hounds. Oh, man, good story. Where do you start, man? <laughs> well, I've already kind of told you about the one that <laughs> Uncle Bobby said. Uh, well, me, uh, I, a really memorable story uh, was that I do remember very well. I was probably around nine years old or so. It was me and my brother and my dad, and we were hunting around the farm at our farm, too. Uh, and we were hunting. It was a clear-cut cutter we were at, and we were walking back there, and my, my uncle wasn't hunting with the club then, with the hunt club, but he was, he was still hunting the property beside it where we were going to. And, and he was already down there and we saw him and he kind of waved us down there like, come on. So we, we run down there and got on the log and sat on the log with him. It was me and my dad and my brother and my uncle. And, uh, uh, shot, shots rang out across the swamp on the power line. Guy comes on the radio, nice buck, you know, just got up out here. We were shooting at him. I think he got into him and it was real cold. I remember it was real cold. And, uh, we were just across the swamp from him. The next thing you hear is, 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 uh, ice breaking down in the swamp. And, you know, my dad and uncle were like, all right, get ready. Here he comes. Here he comes. And, and um, uh, it was a clear cut, cut, cut over. And there was a beech tree out there, but they left a huge beech tree right on the side of a hill before it went down into the swamp. And, um, uh, I'll never forget that buck, man. He came out and just stood on top of that hill, threw his head back, man. And just, the prettiest thing you ever see, and you like, and I, we were in all of them, just looking at him, that twenty inch eight pointer, and uh, he, we were just in all. Me and my brother looking at him, and he turned broadside, and we started running uh, across the face, and and uh, my dad and uncle were both like, "Y'all better shoot, y'all gonna shoot," you know, <laughs> fighting up, man, and and it was bang bang, we both shot, and uh, and. Who knows who hit the deer? Probably won't me. My uncle still jokes about that day, but uh, he says that uh, there's still a load in the pine tree back there behind it, and that's probably for me. I probably missed that deer because I couldn't shoot with the crud back in there. And I, I still really ain't the best shot, but my brother probably killed that deer. But I got that deer here at my house. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's one I'll never forget, man. Oh, uh, shoot. And I, I, I don't know if I told you, but I, so I'm the hunt master in our hunt club and okay. I get, yeah, it's a, it's a job. I mean, some days I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm at work, <laughs> but, uh, it, it's a good job. Uh, can be, it's got its pros and cons, probably more cons than pros, honestly, but, uh, somebody has got to do it and, and, yeah. and, uh, I'm glad to do it. Uh, I love it and I'm still ate up with it so I will do it as long as, as I'm able to but uh, yeah. uh now 
just to yeah. kind of explain what that entails for people that are not familiar with uh, master. Yeah. So the, the hunt master, he pretty much makes decision where you're going to hunt, you know, whether that day or throughout the day, uh, tells the dog owners, uh, where they're going to turn out, pick spots, you know, where be best to turn out. Uh, you're pretty much just running the hunt and kind of, uh, you know, guiding, pretty much guiding everybody through it. Yeah. Uh, where you're going to hunt that day. And, and, and your job is to try to keep, keep the ball rolling, you know, and try to keep it busy and keep the tempo up and, and not, <laughs> not, I don't like it to get slack. I don't like the woods to get quiet, you know, and, and it's hard to, to not, but, uh, it, it just happens sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> one day, uh, we were running a block. Uh, we were after this buck, man, we were seeing him like every night in a field. Uh, we ride by there and we can see him every night and we cannot run this deer, save our lives. And we couldn't jump and find him anywhere, but he'd be in that field every night. And, uh, we, uh, we went and hunted that, that block that, that morning and, and he was out there in the field that night and, and the dogs just weren't running that good. It was like nine thirty, ten o'clock and, and that block, we couldn't seem to jump a whole lot of deer. Dogs weren't running that good. I made the decision to, leave and go to another block across the street you know hopefully maybe the running will pick up or we could find something do something else and and all my buddies were like you know all, all the older guys were like man what's he doing <laughs> he's going over there pulling that we ain't even hunting this block yada yada and like you know that's a mistake this and that and and you know who who knows maybe it was hell i don't know and and when we went over there sure enough we we jump a 20 inch six corner run right to a guy I mean, it's another little luck. We killed him. Uh, uh, went right back in there again in the same spot and uh, run a, uh, it was like a 12-pointer or so out of there. And he wow. came by me and I saw him. And uh, I, I couldn't get a shot of him. He was really too far. And uh, the, the boy who uh, is actually playing lead guitar in that song, Dog tight. Will Kofer is his name. Uh, awesome kid, man. He's 12 years old. I mean, he's just, he's a, he's a natural. He's a good, hardworking boy, man. He can play, play guitar, loves to hunt, you know, just a good old boy. Drives tractors and trucks, man, like there's nothing to it. But, uh, he, uh, he actually killed that deer. And that was like, I think the second deer he's ever killed. And he killed it in front of the dogs. And, uh, I mean, it was a, a really nice deer had kickers on and whatnot. So we kind of ran over there and dog piled him, man, and, and threw him <laughs> around a little bit. And, and I think that, that'll be a day he'll never forget, but yeah. it'll be a day I'll never forget, you know. And, and I think that's the biggest thing, you know, with what we do is, is instilling in these kids like that, you know, making making memories like that and and, and things that they'll never forget. He'll, he'll have that story for the rest of his life. <laughs> yep, definitely. Now it sounds like a good time. I, I know. I had a blast when I got to hunt down at Orbit, and uh, if I lived down there, I'd probably have some deer dogs. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, man. Orbit's a good club. They they've been known to kill some really nice deer. All them guys, no, a lot of them guys. Yeah, they've got a few nice ones on on their club wall. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, they do for sure. Yep. 
So. Yep, there's some some good guys in orbit. I actually went to school with uh, a couple guys out from orbit, and actually Burgess Wills, he's a uh, uh, he used to be my football coach, and his brother Brent. I played. I was a couple of years behind him. Jess Will, they they're heavily involved, man. Jess, he's a my granddad used to call him a turkey Nazi, man. If if there was a turkey around, he was going he was going to kill him for sure. <laughs> now you mentioned yeah. Burgess. Burgess was on the podcast with me. Um, really, back in April. Really, that's cool. Yeah, I like Burgess, man. He was kind of I played football, man. And, and he was a couple years ahead of me, and he was kind of a mentor for me, man. He was just a great dude. Every time I see him, it's 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 we pick up like where we left off. Small world, that's for sure. Yep, for sure, man. Yep. I was man. I I I did a little bit in the pen. I I, I put some of my dogs in the pen, but I never I never really took to it like some of these some of these guys, man. Some of these guys have some impressive dogs, man. As far as speed. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's unreal how fast on these dogs that that they got are, man. I, I'm just a I'm just a good old boy with some deer hounds, <laughs> you know. That's all I care about, and and uh, that's all I like to do, man. And you uh, know, I like any kind of hound running. I have nothing against any. I, I'm I'm up for any kind of hunting, man. I yeah. I hate when people start picking like between hunting, you know. Well still hunting and dog hunting versus dog hunting you know that's a huge thing like you hear a lot of people go back and forth about the difference and this and that i'm i'm up for both man i i love any type of hunting any any type of of uh, sport or tradition that, that gets you outside gets you outdoors man I, I'm, I'm there for it definitely you know i love it I, I do i still hunt just as much as i dog hunt and i love it all Good deal. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So. Yeah, it's it's wild, man. I was just going through the videos earlier today, man. Looking at some of the videos that people were making and just seeing the, I call it a houndsman army, man, because that's what it is. It's, it's an army of, of houndsmen out there, man. And TikTok, man, has, has got a pile of them up there. Yeah, they do. Uh, I I never realized how big until probably until. TikTok and, and that song, how big uh, the Houseman community is, man. I mean, it's all over the world. I mean, I you know, it ain't just down south. There, it's just, I mean, it's all over, man. It's it's in Canada and and, and Australia and Japan. It was a guy that had a video from Japan, yeah. and I'm like, man, I, <laughs> That's I, awesome. I didn't even know they had nothing like that in Japan. Yeah. yeah. But one guy, man, he commented he was from Australia, and uh, I got got to looking. I got a message of him and, and got to talking to him. We were just kind of he sent me some pictures of some some of their hounds, man, big stocky looking hounds, beautiful dogs. I'm like, man, what what are they running down there, kangaroos or something, man? No, they, they got they got some crazy looking bucks, man, just high racks that go up, look almost like reindeer. Yeah. Well, uh, Sam, but yeah, crazy though to see. All the, all the different type of town hunting around the world, you know. Yep. In Ohio, man, all the people out west and, and the boys out west and, and girls hunting, you know, them big cats, <laughs> cougars, mountain lions. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Yep. Now it, sure. And, and you don't realize because we segment it, we segment ourselves so much that it's like, you know, you, most of the time, Deer doggers talk to other deer doggers, 
you might cross over yeah. a little bit and, and talk to some foxhound guys that or that run the pens and stuff, but you don't really get out and then talk to everybody else. And then you've got the coon hunters that kind of stick with the coon hunters and beaglers that stick with beaglers. And yeah, you know, but when you start kind of adding us all up, there's there's definitely more hounds than than you would think. And not everybody's like die hard, but and out there yep. every day, but there's For definitely sure. a lot of people that support it. Yep. It is that. It is that. So For sure. And we need that, so Yeah. Everyone no that's doubt. listening, keep it up. <laughs> yeah. We need all the support we got. Yep. I think that I think what's gonna hurt us, uh not necessarily there's people pushing to get it out and get rid of it. Uh, I think it's at least where I'm at and where I'm hunting in my area is, it's, it's probably what, what's going to hurt us the most is, is the loss of land of, yep. you know, people coming in, building houses and buying lots and, and don't want it and yep. don't want you to hunt, you know, with hounds and, and, and you know, solar panel building up, you know, yeah. Uh, kind of cruising man. You're a hundred percent right. Yep, money talks, man, and, and we got we got a lot of people that that are coming in our area that have a lot of money, yep. and and they can take land right out from anybody. You know, we're just your average good old boy working <laughs> class around here, yep. and and there's some guys that live, you know, in Virginia Beach that you got more money than they know what to do with, and 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 they'll they don't mind spending it to have a place to own it. Yep. And uh, it gets harder for sure. Yes, it does. It gets harder. Yeah, it does. It puts a puts a hurt on it. Which just goes back to why we need to present what we do in a positive light. Show everybody that what we're doing's good, and that way we yep. can hopefully preserve it, keep it around. Yeah, that's right. through yep. all through all of this, you know. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, man. I think. About wrapped it up, man. I, hey, I appreciate you letting me come on, man. I appreciate you coming anytime, on. Anytime. I'm going to try to put a couple more things out, man. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to a uh, uh, buddy who hunts with us, Wren's uh, uh, Mill Radios. He does a lot of work uh, on radios, and he's got, their own, he's got his own website up there. And uh, anybody, you know, who listens to it, looking to get into uh get radios or he's got all kinds of uh, different situations okay. that he that he he runs but uh mm-hmm. he uh he's pretty good at it. he's pretty uh quick with with things but go on there and check him out he's he'll get you straight so good deal he also does things with, with dogs he does uh dog i i think he's selling collars but uh radio radios his website so go up there and check him out. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Well, that's it. We'll wrap this thing up. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. Yep. Have a good one. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Tree Talking Media. And until next time, keep them talking in the timber. <laughs>